So I was rereading an essay of mine that I wrote in university, and uh, I think I started developing a, a fetish for the last paragraph. So uh, I just came to that conclusion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to. Oh, I'm peeking off the fucking bat. Hang on a sec. Here we go. Welcome to welcome to digressions. Tabarnak. <laughs> Welcome to Digressions, episode 23 of your July 4th, 2020. Hang me, hang on, I'm getting issues right off. I thought I fixed them right before, there we go. Okay, ladies and gents, welcome. Welcome to Digressions. Little, little odd, uh, little odd uh, episode today. Maybe not odd, but a bit more human than usual. A bit less jokester, at least for the first part. You know, it's been a gloomy day all day today. And quite literally, it's been quite a shit day for for a lot of people in this world and uh, it wouldn't be fair for me to start this episode without you know acknowledging the 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 i don't know what if it was a terror attack if it was a you know the, the first reports were all saying it was a it was a suicide bomber uh, or multiple suicide bombers but either way the uh, the huge explosion that happened in beirut today really hard goes out to uh, to all my lebanese friends that may have family there that are somehow, you know, implicated in this whole thing. I really, really hope your families are safe. Hope everyone's good. And uh, fuck, man. Uh, shit way, but dude, you know, I'm not, you know, that's the thing too, right? You know, digressions, you know, it's a lot of shit. You know, it's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of shit. It's a lot of good shit too. But I just got to point out, man, like life events like this are, are way better than my, way bigger, sorry, than my, than my, uh, than my stupid little podcast. So, you know, definitely worth uh, the acknowledgement. I don't like, you know, I make fun about politics a lot. You know, make fun of the politicians, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, this this really goes out. Uh, there's nothing that, honestly, on, on this world, there's a lot of things that piss me off. But gratuitous violence against innocent people is definitely, definitely at the top of the list. So definitely a heavy heart today. It's a it's a shit day. It's raining. It's wet here in Montreal. But, you know, nothing to complain about in, in, in comparison to what's going on in, uh, in Lebanon right now. So, yeah, just wanted to, to, to bring that up. You know, I, I know I sound heartless half the time, like a nihilistic asshole. But genuinely speaking, you know, there's, there's a happy man inside, right? There's a, there's a, there's a little, little Johnny you know, a little, little mini Johnny you know, pre-bullying. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, but, um... Let's get back to it. Ladies and gents, welcome to the episode. How you doing? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing good. Yo, big changes in my little body of a, of a, of a, of a young man, 20, uh, 20 late years old. Things are getting rough, man. Yo, I don't know if you remember a couple weeks ago or a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned I started doing, I started doing keto and I started doing uh, uh, intermittent fasting. In the spirit of bad news, it kind of fucking collapsed over the weekend again, (laughs) yo, it's, you know, you know, my body, okay, is, I think, reference point numero uno as to how diets have worked for me, you know, and, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm, I'm still trying, I'm still giving it my best shot, my diet so far, all the groceries I've done is oriented towards success, now the the biggest problem I have is between the two ears, baby. It's it's all about that focus, all about that commitment, and 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 getting the shit done. And bro, I 
I started scouring deals, right? I mean, I've been doing this for a long time now, but now when I go grocery shopping, I don't go out grocery shopping before looking at the flyer, okay? And I'm going to be honest with you. I realized something that us, like, I think it's an Eastern European thing, but correct me if I'm wrong. If you're a first-gen immigrant, okay, so your parents are from a different country and, you know, you either got off the boat when you're super young or your parents got off the boat, I don't know about you. But especially if you're coming from nothing, okay, like straight up nothing. I'm talking like the traditional, you know, $100, you know, two suitcases and like let's figure shit out. I don't know how they did that. I Like to this day, immigrant parents, y'all got balls, man. Shout out. I don't know. Nothing makes sense. You just kind of like hail Mary the fuck out of it, you know. But I feel like there's, there's, a, there's, there's, there's such a fucking disconnect in conversations between myself and and my friends here in Canada, and all my boys, there's been always this gigantic um, part of me that does not relate to fucking anything they say, and I want to, I want to, I want to clear the air, today's, today's introduction to the topic is communications, okay, communications, okay, all right, I know the best, commu- I don't know why, I'm, why I, I, I approached that fucking sentence as, like, Donald Trump, I don't know why, I don't, I don't know, I didn't even do watching, I stopped, I stopped watching politics in the States, completely, I'm done. I'm not done, dude. I can't wait till the elections. That shit's going to be fucking insane. Yo, you know what? I got to say something. Okay, I'm digressing. Hang on. Back to communications. Okay, immigrant status. Jesus! We're getting started. Okay. (laughs) So one of the big... (laughs) Things are going great. The uh, communications uh, immigrant. Right. One of the things that I used to do when I was a kid is... Or sorry, rather, one of the some of the things my uncles used to do, and what my my dad still does to this day, and pretty much every I mean I don't know why I'm I'm singling out the men. It's the women too. It's just like a, a general thing that we do. It's that we very very rarely flex on 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 things that we buy. Okay, so I'll give you an example, right? If um. You know, if if you're gonna buy yourself a, 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 um something that's very expensive, if you come, I don't know if this is just like Eastern European centric, but I'll just give you my side of the thing. I realize that whenever one 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 of the one of us, you know, one of the community would get something sick, you know, like a it could be like a, a nice watch, it could be a a new car, a, a new thing, you know. The, the Eastern European mentality, and I don't know, maybe it's the immigrant theory, so correct me, okay, I'm gonna stick to, you know, okay, okay, we got this, All right. stop overthinking everything you say, fuck, so I realized that anytime someone would bring up that given object, so let, let's stick with the watch in this case, so if ever someone would say like, oh, oh, you got, you got a new watch there, oh, look at that, see, like, I feel like all my friends in, in here in, in Canada, most of my friends are, 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 you know, subjectively more loaded than I am. And mo- most of them are just going to say, like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, or sorry. And, you know, uh, my, my dad, he gave that to me uh, after uh, graduating. And, uh, and, 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 uh, and uh, you know, I got my uh, shares in the maple syrup company. Uh, it's all good. And, uh, but us, and I think, you know, us, it's going to be more of a, Oh, yeah, bro, I, I got this watch. Yeah, fuck, 50% discount. I paid nothing for it. <laughs> it's like it's like two different worlds, you know? I'm happy. Like, let's, I'll give you the best example, right? Last episode, 
on Wednesday, I think I brought it up. I think it was last Wednesday. I brought up that at Super C, up until tomorrow, okay? And if you're listening to this on Wednesday, actually, no, this is your episode for Wednesday. Oh, Jesus, what the fuck? Wednesday, July 5th, ha, 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 jokes, ha, ha, JK, ha, ha, Wednesday episode, ha, 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 ha. fuck. Uh, there are wings on special at Super C, okay? It's $7 for a box of, of, of wings from La Cage, which are... Bar none, like, listen to my fat ass for two seconds. I will tell you right now, these are the best frozen wings you can buy. Don't at me. I don't care. I know I'm right, okay? This is the postmodern world we live in. Truth is completely subjective. Therefore, I'm right. I live in my imaginary world. But, with that being said, get the wings, right? And me, for me, like, when I buy these kind of wings, I just feel rich. You know, I know I spent seven bucks on these wings. I bought four boxes already. Okay, 28 bucks spent wisely spent and now i can flex on my own because what's gonna happen you know what's gonna happen i'm gonna tell the boys i'm gonna invite the boys or the girls you know whatever no 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 why am i doing fucking f1 noises um but one of the one of the things is you know i'm gonna tell the boys and girls i mean yo come over to my place habs game nhl hockey you know let's hang out and then I'm going to flex with all the fucking wings in the world. Cost me roughly 20... I mean, I'm, I already ate one box, so we're down to three. But the, the, the truth is, they're going to come in. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whip out the wings, baby. I'm going to look like a goddamn king. And be like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Hot dogs, bro. Special. Eight pack for $2. Fucking buns. Four, uh, $2. No, sorry. Two for four. Two bucks a pack. Bro, I can feed all the guests... For less than, than at this point, it'd be like 25 bucks, and it's a celebration, you know? I got my Costco ketchup, got my Costco mustard, got my Costco, got the sauerkraut, um, and the onions, obviously, you, you can't do that, but you can't not do that, is what I meant to say. So, so that, that that's the thing, right? It, it's just kind of a different world. I don't... I, I, I kind of fell in this trap and I realized that, I don't know, maybe you're going to find yourself in this, but I found myself in a really bad trap when I used to work at the SAQ. So for those of you who don't know, I worked roughly uh, in total like six and a half years at the SAQ. I'm going to be making a lot more episodes about my time at the SAQ. Thank fuck it's a government, it's a government entity, company. I'm not sure. I think it's entity is the right word, but... Either way, there's the best part about this is that I can really talk shit as much as I want without any risk of any defamation. And obviously, you know, I'm not a dumbass. I'm not going to name specific people. I'm going to, you know, infer. huh? But um, lots of stories. But again, hang on. Let me, let me, uh, yo, I got this also at Super C. There's a deal for 88 cents. Listen, yo, you're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. I know some of you might talk shit. Be like, oh, he's poor. Nah, man, I'm just being frugal. For once in my life, I'll get to it. I'll get to why. But yeah, sparkling water, lime, lemon, 88 cents for a liter. Dude, I mean, yo, best believe there's a bit of vodka in my shit, all right? But I'm saying, 88 cents for a liter. Drop three of them, you know? I'm drinking carbonated drinks as if my body can handle it. This is years of abuse, fucking years of abuse. But yeah, so the trap, the trap, if you're listening to this and you're in, because uh, my demographics here are mainly between 21 
and uh, 21 and 27. Uh, sorry, 26. And then it's kind of like a kind of like a bell curve, you know, a bit in the in the in the minors and then a, a bit in the majors. But the um, the, the the one tip I, I need to I need to stress and I need to I need to point out is it's one of the biggest financial mistakes I've done in my life is is completely live above my means uh, while I was living at the SAQ. So little story time. Go back circa fucking 2011. Little Jonasy, 19 years old, uh, quits his uh, part-time job working in a sports store as a customer service rep slash sales dude, and uh, I start working at the sack. Oh god, there's bubbles. <clears throat> Sorry, hang on. Okay, we're good. So I start working. For those of you who don't know, the SAQ, unlike the LCBO, is a uh, a complete trap. Uh, for employees so working in that environment you get paid more because it's a more dangerous environment one of the things is that we're talking you know the regular robberies you know theft all that uh usually brings the type of crowd that sometimes you don't want to be around so that's kind of like the reason why you get paid more i was making roughly i mean shit like when i was assistant manager i was making 24 dollars an hour 25 an hour Dude, for putting bottles on a shelf and like doing cash and doing tastings and, you know, just just complete routine. You know, it's just mundane, the same thing over and over again. And um, and and that's that's where where the trap settled in because one, I was living at the time until I moved to uh, to to Ottawa and then I started CJEP for like roughly two three years. No, sorry, two years. Uh, I was still living with the mom and. Uh, I was kind of living rent free, um, and that lack of responsibilities was something that really, really fucked me for a long time. Um, I was making roughly at a, there was a point where I was making six hundred dollars a week, clear of like clear taxes, like you know net. Um, so roughly, yeah, I was, I was, and you know that's the thing is that you're making roughly three grand a month. Um, well, twenty five, well, twenty four hundred, really, realistically, but obviously fluctuated. Sometimes it was more, sometimes it was less. So let's say, just, yeah, sake of argument, twenty four hundred, and um, no rent to pay. Had like you know insurance for my car was like forty bucks, uh, forty bucks a month. I didn't really need a car. I I, I lived right where I worked. I could have walked, um, and you know all the other garbage, right? So I I used to go out, dude, and. You probably were in the same position. If, if you're listening to this podcast still, you know, we're in the infancy stage of this whole thing. But you were probably in the same position as me where sometimes, um, you know, whether, whether you worked in restaurants, whether you worked in bars, whether you worked uh, at a high-paying job and you had really no expenses and um, no financial commitments, you would just go ham on weekends. You would fucking eat out anytime you, you wanted, uh, had very to little regard to your financial health. Uh, and, and most importantly, going out, I mean, running a hundred and hundred and fifty dollar tabs on the weekends was almost becoming a regular thing. And this is what I mean by now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm about like, I'm going to hit 30 in a couple years. Okay. I'm already feeling that my, my, my body is like slowing the fuck down. But the truth is, is that I only have myself to blame for it because these were all my decisions because I had too much money and even though and and believe me when I say this okay it's hard to, it's really it's like this weird 
fucking block in my head, but it's hard for me to tell you that I have, I have very good knowledge of personal finance. I have good knowledge. I have working knowledge of accounting. I have working knowledge of how our system works, whether it's, you know, RSPs, whether it's just, you know, your personal banking, knowing what to do when, interest rates, understanding like the whole function. I, I understood it. I always understood it. I always had an interest for it. That's why I went into economics. And, you know, obviously it's different than finance, but you get what, you get what I'm saying. And, and dude, it just fucking, I don't know what it was, but again, that kind of goes back to what I was telling you earlier where, you know, I've been bullied about my weight for a long time and, and junk food for me and like fast food was something that, uh, you know, I, I can't say that it's, it's gone away completely, but in, in the peak of it, eating junk food when I was feeling shit about myself or, when I was working and I had the money, that was kind of like a, a, a good dopamine exit for me. You know, it was a good way out to just kind of like get that satisfaction in and, you know, kind of go on it. And, you know, my mom was getting super pissed because I was just eating out all the time. I was never eating at home. She was cooking food. Um, and uh, she never cooked the food I liked. But, you know, that's a argument for a different time. But um, essentially, yeah, it was just I was just throwing money away left, right, center eating out, dude, like $20, $30 a day was like normal. And I knew deep down, it was like the worst decisions I was doing. But the truth is, I was looking, well, I mean, it's not the full truth, because I guess there was a lot of factors. It's, it's, it's a lot more dimensional than that. But I remember that one of the things that I couldn't, I couldn't resist, or I couldn't say no to is every single time, someone would tell me, bro, let's go out it would almost become my duty to go out. I built up myself an image after high school to be the biggest fucking degenerate you can find. All the beer challenges that were at the time, all the, all the, except butt chugging, I've never gone to that point, but everything that comes from like, you know, just drinking enormous amounts of alcohol, rallying up the next day and just doing the exact same thing over and over again, going to work in between, trying to get in some few shifts in, um, it, it was just so chaotic, and, and the problem was, I I hated saying no, I, I always wanted to be included, and anytime, dude, anytime, it would just always start, be like, you know, alright, we'll have one drink, two drinks, oh, here's a round of shots, oh, here's a second round of shots, oh, here's another pint, another drink, okay, I'll slow down, gin tonic, gin tonic, gin tonic, floor, and that's it, and then just fucking rinse, repeat. And it sucks, dude. It really, it really sucks because in, in retrospect, not that I have any regrets, really, it's, it's what it is. You know, there, it's things in life, like, you know, there are people that are going to hurt you in life, people that are going to do really wrong towards you. You're probably going to do wrong towards some people too. But the truth is, is that you got to learn, move on, forgive and forget. And, 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 uh, you know, it's weird because I used to be that super curious kid, um, really, really loved learning, really loved, I'm not saying I'm not now, okay, like, I'm not gonna go down a sobby story here, but what I'm saying is, is, like, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, like, all that drinking, all that partying, all that smoking weed, all that everything, the one thing it really did is that it really, it just slowed me down too much, and I have ADD, like, full-blown ADD, I, I cannot stay in a classroom, if you're telling me I'm gonna shove you in a classroom for a week, from nine to five, just so you learn something, Dude, after half of day one, I'm done. Like, I just don't care. I, I, Dude, just looking at the window, can't sit still, gotta move, you know? It's like anxious, like, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just how I'm wired. But, yeah, dude, it was like, 
it was it was weird because most of my friends, you know, and, and I'm not going to blame my friends for that. That's all I'm trying to do at all. But one of the things that always repeated itself is like they came from much better backgrounds than I did. They always had, you know, all this family around around the country, around the province, you know, had houses, financial security. Mommy and daddy paid for university. Mommy and daddy pay, is paying for rent. Uh, no expenses whatsoever. And it's extremely, extremely fucking hard to keep up with that kind of lifestyle when, you know, that's that's kind of what you got. And, and you know, not that I'm, you know, it, it's, it's what it is now. It's what it is. What I'm trying to do here, just don't do the same mistakes as I am. I know that most of you that are listening to me here are probably my age, if not just a bit younger. Um, maybe you've already done these mistakes. Maybe you're, 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 you might be in a position in the future to do these mistakes. And I'm thinking about the future with what I'm saying here too, because look, the truth is there's this world that I don't know about, which is like this high, you know, high performance corporate world where everyone wears suits everyone judges themselves based on like what they're wearing what car they drive who they're with what they do which restaurants they go to which clubs where they spend their money yada 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 and um i have a feeling that this kind of cycle that i've been through when i was a kid is or can or will repeat itself in the future so uh pro tip of the day bro just fucking take care of your money man just just take care of your money um and 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 don't don't do stupid shit don't do stupid shit yo and you know what at the end of the day what i'm saying take it with a bit of a grain of salt because there's one thing i learned is that with time usually things start to place themselves a bit better um and when you're young and you're in your in your you know maybe not as I don't want to say driven, but maybe if you're young and you don't have exact goals set for you, if you don't have an exact vision of, you know, what your five years is going to look like, what your 10 years is going to look like, honestly, the, the biggest pro tip I can, I can give you just like from, from personal experience, man, is just, if you're going to be dumb, if you have the fucking money, okay, for the love of Christ, if you don't have to pay rent or your rent is something below $500 or $600 and you're making $600, $500 a week, Dude, take one week of your paycheck, of your net pay, and just literally, if you have to, pull it out of your bank account and just just hide it somewhere. Just hide it somewhere. After, if it's 500 bucks, bro, after 10 months, you're going to have five grand. Like, 10 months, it's not even a whole year. You can have your entire Christmas budget planned out in 10 months. You know what I mean? Like, I, I always knew these numbers. I always knew how they added up. I always understood the math. I just, for whatever the fucking reason... It was just that instant gratification, that instant dopamine, like, yeah, let's get fucked up. Let me forget about everything. Let's just, you know, do ourselves. Big mistake. Huge mistake. And uh, I've been paying for it for the last three years now. Still not done. I'm still not done. But um, moving on to other disappointing things. Dude, the Montreal Canadiens won uh, their first game on Saturday. Um... You know, you might be thinking, oh, Johnny C, Glasgow, woo! It was fucking disastrous. Absolutely, hang on. I need to, that, was a, that was a long fucking run. That was a long little insight. Shit. Bro, the ingredients, actually, you know when I was think, talking about that one liter bottle? Maybe don't buy it. Ingredients are, in, 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 sparkling, in sparkling water, 
Natural spring water, carbon dioxide, natural lime flavor. What the fuck? Isn't carbon dioxide that shit that comes out of like your 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 muffler? Fuck. Yo, my bottle is a greenhouse gas emitting machine. And I'm drinking it. What the fuck are you feeding us these days, bro? Straight up. This is some fucking Harry Potter bullshit. Uh, the Habs, bro, they played good first game, man. They played good. They, they, they came out a slow start, 2 nothing. Didn't look too good. I was happy, you know, finally. Don't get our hopes up. And he came back and won in overtime. Jonathan Drouin. Listen, I, I love every Jonathan in the league. Jonathan Drouin. Jonathan Huberdo. Jonathan Marchessault. Jonathan Taves. All fucking legends, all right? You know, maybe it's the name. I don't know. Legends are born this way. But uh, good thing, though. Good news. On Tuesday. Sorry, not Tuesday. On Monday, they played against the, the, the Pens again. Huh? Best out of five. Huh? 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 And they lost. And they lost. This is... You gotta understand something. I, 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 I will always want the Habs to win every single game. I play to win. This is... This isn't... This is the world. You know what I mean? Like, I always play to win. I want the boys out there to go out and win. But... Um... I refuse, in good conscience, to get my hopes up. This team, on paper... Listen, our, our, our bottom nine forwards are like really bottom six forwards. We, we don't have a first line, you know, like a comparable first line. Um, and, it, and it's fucking hard to look at. So I just really hope that they just, they just cut the pain short. They don't agonize us. I just, I just want it done. You know, just, just rip off the bandaid, go into the off season, whip out your golf clubs, get out of the bubble, go see your family and your kids, you know, you know, enjoy life. All right. I'm done with this shit. The Penguins deserve to go through. The Habs don't deserve shit. Tomorrow, there's going to be the next game, game three of the series um, in Toronto. Oh, bro, I kind of, yo, I don't know if any of you noticed, but there was a huge backlash after Saturday because the anthem that was, the Canadian anthem that was played uh, was, you know, <laughs> was, uh, was in English. And you know how we are, Chris de Tabarnak, toi ton national de Calis. The national anthem needs to be 50-50. But, right before all of our, all of my favorite angry francophones, you know, started like ripping their keyboards on Twitter and being like, hey, si Tabarnak de manger sale d'anglais, si. They failed to realize that in this entire series, and I... I don't want to say I noticed it right away because you're going to call bullshit on it, but I, I did. So I don't have any proof, so whatever. Opinion means nothing. But the the thing is, is that every game is going to be played in Toronto. But the home team and the visiting team change all the time. So in this scenario, game one, the Penguins were the home team, which meant that it's like if you were in Pittsburgh, which means the anthem is going to be in English because that's how it is in the NHL. The only two cities that have a home bilingual national anthem are Ottawa and Montreal. And you know how I feel about Ottawa. So Montreal is all that matters. Now, in the second case, and here's the funny part, is that on Monday, they did the, the Montreal was the home team, and the Penguins were visiting, obviously. And they had some, some hillbilly schmuck, okay, try to, try to do the anthem. 
if you're, yo, listen, NHL, I know you're listening to my podcast every fucking day, but listen to me. If you're going to do the bilingual anthem, get someone that's fucking bilingual. Not some fucking redneck hillbilly fucking, you know, trailer pushing asshole that the, it was the worst vocal experience of my life. And I don't know if some of you remember William Hung from fucking American Idol in the first season. It was worse than that. To be fair, William Hung's a fucking legend. All right. If, yo, who remembers William? How old am I? Yo, do you know who William Hung is? Child, please. William Hung, one of the first memes the internet ever, ever, ever gave birth to, dude. That and the Numa Numa fat Romanian dude. Okay, anyway. Um, so, yeah, dude. Habs, Habs on a roll. <laughs> Not on a roll. I, I don't even know. Uh, I'm done talking about them. I'm done, dude. You know how I feel. Molson family, get the fuck out, dude. Give me the team. Yo, straight up. Yo, honestly, yo, go back. Take care of your brewery. Do your shit. Get some Molson seltzers up in this bitch so I can actually promote you on my podcast, which doesn't exist. I don't know why. Snooze. Give me the keys to the, give me the, keys to the franchise. That's it. I'll take care of it. Dude, I guarantee you I'll get Ovechkin, Crosby, maybe Kovalchuk back. Actually, better chances to get Kovalchuk back. But I'm telling you right now, I'm going to get them star-studded, dude. Oh, but the taxation in Quebec is not good. Yeah, I know, dipshit. Sorry, I'm, I'm cussing a lot. I'm getting I'm getting emotional. See what happens when I talk about the Habs? Dude, right before this whole COVID bullshit, all right, I, I was going with the boys. I was going with the boys to games. I was getting tickets, dude. We were getting mangled, dude, on Tuesdays, bro. Tuesdays. One of the most hungover I've ever been was Wednesday of... Fuck, I don't remember the date. It was in no. It was in. It was in uh, October, early October when I was in training for one of my jobs, dude. I I cannot believe I made it to work the next day. I was so drunk, dude. I was still drunk in the bus. I don't, anyway, uh, but dude, I dude, I I I. You know, you know, you, you like. Right before COVID, people were already starting to freak out. The whole pandemic was starting to set in. I went to the, I went to the bus center, watched. I don't remember who it was. It was... I go to so many games, I can't even fucking remember. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but the tickets were stupidly cheap. Like, dude, it was like 20 bucks for a ticket. Got pears in the bleeds for 20 bucks. I mean, two beers is the price of the ticket. So, you know. We got mangled. We were getting mangled, screaming, dumb things. Oh, man. One of my buddies got yelled at, and this was like one of the one of the rare instances I saw like French on French crime. But <laughs> it was it was it goes without saying that in Quebec, you know, there's there's like French people that that just rub us the wrong way. And by us, I just mean like you know we'll say something in a French accent and we just get triggered at it. That's it. <laughs> that's just, that's really it. But the thing is, usually when everyone's sober, everyone can be you know human, adult, you know, have concise conversations. Uh, but when you start drinking during a hockey game, it, it gets rough. One of my buddies, he he had a. He does, that's my last story pre-COVID. That's literally my last hockey story pre-COVID. It was four of us boys. I think no, actually we we're six. We're we're a big squad, and he was belligerently drunk. He would just stand up at random moments, like TV timeouts, get up, starts fucking yelling. Legend, legend. I, I was doing the same thing, you know. I, I just, I, I'm still a comedian even at the Bell Center, you know, like. That, that never ends. I will talk shit until I die at the Bell Center. And at one point, homie is like, just like getting up and is just yelling shit like, you know, 
Just something I also do, but why am I bringing this back to me? It's not about me, it's about him. Okay, so friend, Jesus Christ. Friend starts yelling, and there's a girl right behind him. So we were we were bleeds bleeds, but like you know, the last row is D, and we were at we were at B. So girl that was sitting at C was getting a bit irritated because homie wouldn't wouldn't shut up and he wouldn't sit down. And and then, and then with like the most like the Frenchiest accent of all time, she just goes, "Ouais, bah voilà, du coup tu vas t'asseoir, oui ou merde." And it's not exactly what she said, but it was something along those lines. And, and then he just, he just turned around, like, dude, you know when your eyes are just glossy and are just, like, going in two di different directions? He just looks back at her and goes, Hey, la française, taille! <laughs> that was legendary. Uh, good times, man. I, I missed that. You know, I felt like, I felt like going into, going to a hockey game, you know, you spot the other team's fans, you know, you start chirping them. You just kind of let out that, you know, that little anger inside, that little... Little, little shit, you know, the little poop on your heart. But uh, yeah, no, I miss I miss going to hockey games. The Habs, honestly, have been disappointing for so many years, but it, it's a show, man. You know, you, you go there just for the for the show. You go there to have a good time. You're there to to, to, to party. It's a weekday. No one gives a shit. Um, you know, that's just how it is. So. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna wrap it up. It's fucking raining, dude. I don't know what it is. When it rains, I just feel... I'm just tired. just want to sleep, you know? Just just leave me alone. Hug me, maybe. Someone, please. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, yo, uh, big roses, big roses to, uh, to all my Lebanese friends, to, to, to Beirut, to, uh, to uh, everyone involved, man. Uh, straight up, man. Uh, huge thorns to, to whoever the fuck did this. Uh, but yeah, roses, man, uh, dude, roses to, uh, to new beginnings, man. Uh, I might be able to give you guys an update in a few, but, uh, there's been a lot of changes in my life, a lot of, uh, significant changes that hopefully I'll be able to share soon. So, so, so roses to changes, bro. And, um, and, uh, for a rare time, man, thorns to alcohol, thorns the fuck to alcohol, uh, short term, not long term. But thorns to beer. Can't drink beer anymore. Anyways, yo, have a great rest of your week. Uh, I'll see you all Friday. Ciao!